we gather on this third Sunday of Advent, which is also known as Gaudaute Sunday. The name is taken from the Latin word Gaudaute, which means rejoice. The vestments with rose-colored threads woven within the Advent purple and the lighting of the third candle, which is rose in color, are all visual reminders for us to rejoice in anticipation of the coming of the Christ child. But is this the only reason we should be rejoicing? The fact that we are halfway through Advent? Or that Christmas is only about two weeks away? Or that the watching and waiting is nearing an end? Nope, not at all. And today's readings tell us why. The first reading comes from the prophet Zephaniah, who was a prophet around 630 B.C. He was addressing the people in the southern kingdom of Judah, who were discouraged and beating themselves up for being sinners. But this wise prophet recognized that all people sin. So while he warned his people of the consequence of sin, he did not stop there. So what does Zephaniah say? Seeing his people with heavy hearts, he told them to shout for joy and rejoice. What? A sinner? And I'm supposed to rejoice? He goes on to say, Do not be discouraged. The Lord your God who is in your midst rejoices with gladness over you. He rejoices over me, sinners. And God renews this joy in us time and time again. Okay, now that's something to rejoice about. Well, what about the second reading from Paul? He's writing from prison, not knowing if he was going to die. And he's writing to a community that he has a great love for, the Philippians. Because of letters Paul has received, he knows that the people are worried about him and about all that is going on in their own lives. So Paul drafts them this letter in which he uses the words rejoice and joy 15 times. He basically tells them that life will not always be rosy. Matter of fact, life can be hard, real hard. Often, we wonder what could be next. How can I take any more? Why me? And what does he tell them? Rejoice. Rejoice always. Why? Well, because God is with you right now in every instance. There's no reason for anxiety, just a willingness to turn around in order to be open to God. And in turn, we are promised that God will offer us peace, which is beyond all understanding. Okay, that too is something to rejoice about. And then we heard in Luke's Gospel, John the Baptist being asked basically the same question from his followers as were those of Zephaniah and Paul. The people are filled with expectations and are confused. What are we to do? Where is the Christ? Who is the Christ? And John reassures them, a Christ is one mightier than he. And then John spends his time encouraging the people and sharing with them the good news of Christ, giving them reason to turn their lives around for God and then to, to rejoice. In all three we- readings, we hear the angst of the people who are searching for reassurance in the presence and protection of God. But don't we all have times in our lives when we feel the same way? Overwhelmed at work, at home, with the church, with the world? Actually, there are days where we may all have trouble finding God. Yet we're all called to light the rose advent candle and shout, Rejoice! Really? 
Recently, I came across a parable which reminded me of the need to open my eyes in a different way. It comes from the book The Solace of Fierce Landscapes by theologian Belden Lane. And it goes like this. Long ago, a monk, seeking a sign of divine approval for his long years of monastic devotion, was told by a very wise person that his sanctity was nothing compared to that of a common grocer in a nearby town. On going to study this man very carefully, the monk found the grocer occupied with his vegetables amid the noise and hurry of the city streets, attentive to the needs of all those coming to him. Even as night came on, the people were growing rowdy, singing loudly in the streets. The grocer stayed at his task, helping latecomers with their needs. In exasperation, the monk finally blurted out, How can you ever pray with noise like this? The grocer looked around, feeling compassion for the people that made up his ordinary life, and answered very simply, I tell myself, they're all going to the kingdom, he said. They're concentrating with single-minded attention on what they do, singing songs and rejoicing with all they can muster. See how they prepare for the kingdom of God without even knowing it? How can I do less myself than to praise and silence the God they inadvertently celebrate in song? That night, the old monk walked slowly back to his room, knowing himself to have received from a grocer, no less, an important lesson in being attentive to the presence of God. Prayer and the recognition of the face of God takes place when people grant each other the gift of their attention. So now, do you see the other reason that we shout rejoice today? We do not have to wait till Christmas to be in the presence of God. We do not have to wonder where God is. We do not have to go out and search for God. God's presence has been and is always with us. It is we who tend to forget, tend to look past the grocers in our lives, tend to not pay attention except to our own needs. Sure, we're all waiting for the coming of the Christ child, but Christ doesn't come to us as a paper mache Jesus lying in a manger. Nor does Christ come to us sitting on a throne and doling out punishments for our sins. Rather, Christ comes to us disguised as the beggar on the street, disguised as the annoying person in the checkout line, disguised as the one in your family that drives everyone nuts during the holidays. In summary, to use my favorite line from Paula de Arce, God comes to you and I, disguises our lives. Indeed, the readings of this Sunday remind us of God's ever-presence in our lives. They remind us to be attentive to this present, remind us to be open to God and to others. And if we do all that, we are promised that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And that is why, on this third Sunday of Advent, we do indeed have good reason to cry out, Rejoice.